G'day and welcome to Partake. Today I want to talk about the Christian disciple and the temptation. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 26 verse 41, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. And Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. We know that Jesus' words are true because we stumble and sin as we face constant temptation to sin. It's an undeniable and inevitable fact of the Christian disciple's life. But it is good to know that temptations are com common experiences for all Christian disciples and not just for us as individuals, no matter what we may think. An important thing to note right at the start is that temptation itself is not sin. Rather, it is the giving into temptation that causes us to sin. So one of the keys to living a righteous life and not sinning is by dealing with temptation the very moment it confronts us. Part of dealing with temptation is to know its strategy to ensnare us. The Bible tells us that as Christian disciples we face temptation from three different angles. The world, our old nature and Satan. Firstly, temptation by the world. In the Bible, the term world does not always refer to the universe or the globe. It is often used to describe the community of sinful men and women that possesses a spirit of rebellion against God, says John in 1 John 5 verse 19. Because of its opposition to God, the world values those things that God hates. Its temptations to the believer are twofold, lust for the sensual and pride in life. And love of the world produces in Christian disciples four things. A turning away from the Lord's work and other Christian disciples. Alienation from God leads to corrupting sins. And also deception by false teachers. And to overcome the love of the world, which we inevitably face, we need to love God with a greater love says John in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. And then there's temptation by the sinful nature, or the flesh. And flesh in the Bible refers to the carnal, sinful nature within people that is opposed to God, says Paul in Romans 8, verse 7. The actions produced by the flesh, or our old nature, are given in great detail in Galatians chapter 5. A person whose life is characterised by these sins cannot be a true Christian disciple and is under the wrath of God. Though the flesh, or the old sinful nature, is not destroyed for the Christian disciple, he or she does not need to obey it. They possess a new nature empowered by the Holy Spirit. And since the flesh and the spirit are totally opposed to each other, the one whom the believer allows to dominate will take charge in their life and produce its own fruit. The solution to the urges of the old nature 
lie in acknowledging and remembering that the power of sin was nullified by Jesus' death on the cross, Romans 6 verse 11, and in living under the control of the power of the Spirit, Galatians 5 verse 16. It is a moment-by-moment, day-by-day dependence in faith upon the Spirit's power and His wisdom. We must choose by an act of our will to benefit from His power, wisdom and assistance. And then thirdly, temptation by Satan. Now I'm not going to go into detail now about Satan, but just to say something about his role in the temptation of the Christian disciple. With the Christian disciples, Satan will accuse them. He will devour their testimony for Jesus Christ. He will try to deceive them and try to hinder their work. And as a response to that, the Christian disciple is to recognise his power, as in Satan, and his deception. They are to stay with the faith and resist him openly by submitting to God and he will flee. And finally, we are not to give him opportunities to tempt us. And probably the best way to oppose him is to grow as a Christian disciple and submit all to God. We must remember that our love for God must always be stronger than our love for the world. If we love somebody, we do not want to hurt that person. When we go against God and we sin we are hurting our relationship with him and it is marred. He is a holy God and he cannot abide any sin in any form. Therefore, as we grow as Christian disciples, we grow more in love with God and therefore our desire to sin grows less. As I read earlier from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, all of us are tempted, but God will provide a way out so that we do not succumb to temptation remember that as the Holy Spirit indwells you greater is he that is in you than anything else in the world according to John in 1 John 4 verse 4 now that is a comforting thought that we don't face these temptations alone so next time you are faced with temptation pray and ask for God's help if you have specific sins that entangle you habitually Try to memorise a verse of scripture concerning them and pray that verse daily and ask that the Holy Spirit will help you avoid the temptation. It may also mean that you are to avoid the situation or circumstance where you are being tempted. After all, if you are on a diet and mean to stick to it, you don't spend lunchtime in a candy store. For more to think about, please do read for yourself 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 12 to 13. Ask yourself the following question and suggestions, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers or your reactions with your spouse or a close friend or friends, so that you can pray over any issues together. Question 1. What situations and circumstances do you find where you are under habitual temptation? Question 2. Can I recognise ways to escape temptation and flee from it, just as Joseph did from Potiphar's wife in Genesis chapter 39? 
Then finally, question three, how can I ensure that I will continue standing firm against the temptations I face? The next time I'm hoping to start talking about God himself so we can see just how the life of a Christian disciple is shaped by what we believe about the God we are to enjoy. As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. I would love to hear from you, and if these are making any difference at all to your continual Christian discipleship. Thank you.